For The Daily Princetonian, I'm Mark Didici. You're listening to Daybreak. Over fall break, the Supreme Court confirmation hearings began for Amy Coney Barrett, COVID-19 cases started to rise once more in the U.S., and protests against police brutality continued in Nigeria. It's Wednesday, October 14th. Yesterday marked the second day of the confirmation hearing for Justice Amy Coney Barrett. Throughout the 11 hours of hearings and questions from members of the Senate Judiciary Committee, Justice Barrett worked to distinguish herself from her mentor, Justice Antonin Scalia, while praising his legal philosophy. Barrett asserted that similarly to the late Justice Scalia, she is a strict textualist and originalist, meaning she interprets the Constitution as it was written without taking into account historical context or change over time. Barrett dodged heated questions about abortion and healthcare, topics of particular concern among Democrats who fear a conservative court might overturn Roe v. Wade and do in the Affordable Care Act. Barrett declined to offer specific answers on her views on these cases and potential rulings she would make if she were confirmed to the Supreme Court. Perhaps most notably, Barrett said she would not recuse herself from a case involving the upcoming 2020 election, despite President Donald Trump's comments last month that he believes the result of the coming election will ultimately need to be decided by the Supreme Court. There are two more days of confirmation hearings planned, while Republicans work to rush a vote in the Senate before the election on November 3rd. As new COVID-19 case rates begin to climb for the third time in the United States, with 26 states now in the federal red zone, the White House began pushing the concept of herd immunity earlier this week. This comes after an October 4th declaration signed by over 9,000 people led by epidemiologists who believe that a society might be able to control the virus after only 10-20% to of the population has contracted it. Most epidemiologists disagree, maintaining that the unthinkable tally of 85-90% to of a population would need to contract the virus, which even when non-fatal, appears to have lasting health impacts. The Trump administration's promotion of herd immunity is its latest effort at rebutting lockdown policies, and has been seen as some as a way of promoting the high case count of the US as a positive rather than a shortcoming. According to Amnesty International, at least 10 have died during protests against police brutality in Nigeria, where the human rights group has reported continued use of excessive force against protesters. The demonstrations have been aimed at a specific branch of police, called the Special Anti-Robbery Squad. Nigerian police officials announced Sunday that this branch would be disbanded, to be replaced with a new Special Weapons and Tactics Unit. Most officers of the original unit will become part of the new one, assuming they pass a psychological evaluation and undergo some training regarding police brutality. In other headlines, the Supreme Court ruled yesterday that the Trump administration can end the 2020 census count early, raising questions about the accuracy and thoroughness of this year's data collection efforts. The conflict between Azerbaijan and Armenia continues to worsen, as many report that the region is experiencing an all-out war and humanitarian crisis and soccer star Cristiano Ronaldo tested positive for the coronavirus yesterday. He's one of many athletes around the world who have tested positive for the virus as sports franchises frantically work to continue their seasons despite the pandemic. That's all for Daybreak Today. Today's episode was written by Francesca Block and produced under the 144th Managing Board of the Prince. Our theme was composed by Ed Horan, Class of 22. For The Daily Princetonian, I'm Mark Didici. Have a wonderful day.